The Free For All Roundtable. Round two. On round two, Jason Agnew is here, host of the Trivia Show and swing host here at News Talk 1010. Dipika Demerla is a Mississauga City Councilor and, like I say, Dowson, who was actually name-checked earlier on the show today by uh, Thomas Mulcair, is here as well, CTV commentator. Good morning to you all, and let's actually start. Dipika, uh, a lot of people are wondering. We had one guy in studio this morning, Hazel McCallion's son, Peter, who said that he might want to run for mayor of Mississauga. Are you considering a run? Well, John, you know, do I think I would be the mayor Mississauga needs? I'll be honest, I think so. And so I have been giving a lot of consideration and I am doing my homework and exploring all the components of a campaign so I can confirm that. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard the conversation I had with uh, Peter McCallion at 7.05 this morning. It was a bit wiggy. It was a little wiggy. I did. And, you know, no surprise there because, you know, last time in 2022, uh, there was a lot of speculation that Peter would run for mayor against uh, Mayor Crombie. Uh, He ended up actually running in a council race on Ward Ward 9. So uh, no surprise that he's trying. Okay, uh, let me turn to uh, Jason Agnew because I had an email from you having, and Richard Krause has been burning up my text saying that was a strange <laughs> conversation. One of the strangest aspects of that, Jason, was he said he wants to make Mississauga great again. And I said, wait a second, wasn't Bonnie Crombie your mother's choice? <laughs> yeah, and that was an excellent response, John. So, first of all, a couple things with that. A particular start to the interview. You're quoting Donald Trump to start your interview. Maybe not the best move. Number two, the point you brought up, yes, that was his mom's choice. Also, Bonnie Crombie is not an unsuccessful mayor. If anything, she's an incredibly successful mayor that has now gone on to fight for the provincial lead. Peter McCallion is a wrestling character. I mean, if Robert <laughs> Turner was here, he'd be going nuts. He is a manager from the 1970s. I mean, I know we have the Iron Claw in theaters right now, and he feels like a member of the Von Erich family. There's actually a member, uh, Kerry Von Erich, who went to the WWF at the time, and he was called the Texas Tornado. This, John, uh, to go to your improv background, this is a poorly formatted improv character that Peter is. I, I mean, his mom first became mayor of Streetsville in 1970. If this was 1970, he may have a chance, but this is by no means the mayor that Mississauga needs nor wants right now. And I will say, I mean, this is going to be a sideshow to watch, though. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, Dowson, I always find it curious that people think that there is some sort of uh, royalty to a given family and politics. But then I think you ran against a Nepo baby, didn't you? (laughs) Well, I didn't want to use the term Nepo baby, but there it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he is. a Yeah. And I I mean, I take Jason's description. I mean, I think probably we don't need a three wing circus. In politics, I ran against Justin Trudeau in Papineau riding in 2015 before he became leader, when people were still deriding him as a Nepo baby and the son of Pierre, etc. I mean, I'm not a big fan of dynasties, that is for sure. Like, I, I really think the merit principle should reign, and um, I'm not even a big fan of the aristocracy for that same reason. So, I, I mean, I think Mississauga is an enormous, sprawling city i it's a, similar to laval in montreal it's there has apparently been no planning i mean if you don't have a car in mississauga i don't i it doesn't seem like it's a very workable scenario 
And the average wage in Mississauga is between 50 and 60 grand. So it is very, in some ways, symbolic of how Canada is developing. And I hope it gets the mayor that it needs to make it more livable and more, you know, in line with the way that the actual people live on the ground. Okay. And Dipika, just to close the loop here, do you have a timeline for when you might say yay or nay that you're in the race? And I was going to say throw your hat in the ring. And obviously, you know, Peter's already got the hat. I just wanted to first begin by saying to Anne that, you know, uh, Mississauga is much more now than a sprawling city. Uh, it's really urbanized a lot under Mayor Crombie and uh, certainly the direction that the city, I hope, will continue to take. And we're certainly focused on, uh, you know, making it uh, more walkable, more urbanized. Uh, and there are parts of Mississauga that are really hopping uh, and very interesting. And uh, to answer your question, John, um, just to say that, you know, I'm just waiting for the timetable to come out and a few other things. But yes, I'm uh, certainly exploring all components of a strong campaign. Okay. Are you going to get a, um, a cowboy hat? No. <laughs> no. I'll leave that to Peter. That's his trademark. Don't want to steal it from him. That is the first person I've seen in a cowboy hat in ages. Okay. So listen, let's stick thematically with Mississauga for a moment. Uh, Bonnie Crombie, it's her last day in office today. She will leave. She becomes the leader of the, well, she already is, but she takes over formally as the leader of the provincial conser- uh, liberals. And she's going to be paid from the liberal coffers $185,000 a year. Um, on Round one, Jason Agnew, nobody had any objections because they said, I really don't care. The party can run its affairs however it wants. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Also, you're having someone come in here that is hoping to rescue this party. Well, you have to pay for that. And also, now people in the world of politics, it's not just the job itself. It's also the public scrutiny that I feel like, you know, they're signing up for and have to be paid for. And if it's, what, 185000 and consistent criticism everywhere that this woman goes, I kind of get it. You're getting paid for that, too. Yeah, and like I say, Dawson, I know some people will grouse about it, but I guess it's up to the party to run its own affairs. Yeah, I think that's probably, you know, I think that's true, and that's what's going to happen. But I, I do think that the people who grouse about it are grousing in part because of the, the, the rising levels of inequality between the average Canadian wage, which is in the range of 60 grand. Like, I don't know if you noticed uh, just after New Year's, the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, which is this left think tank, came out with a number after two days, the average Canadian had uh, been, the the average CEO had already made 60 grand, which is what Canadians take a full year to earn. So that is, that is a source of real, uh, uh, you know, tension and difficulty because we have increasing numbers of people lining up at food banks. So there's a, that's part of it, but I think politicians need to be paid properly and they need to do their jobs and they need to stay in touch with the people who aren't making that much money. That's the challenge, is to not live in a bubble out of touch with what is happening with real people. And Deepika, worth mentioning, Bonnie Crombie's actually taking a pay cut from her job as mayor of Mississauga. Yes, she is a, a significant pay cut, almost 100,000. And, you know, just to echo, you know, She's not going to make, she's making the same as what Merritt Stiles as the leader of the NDP in the same ballpark. And finally, the taxpayer is not footing this, right? It's the Ontario Liberal Party, so it's important to keep that in mind. 
Doug um, Ford makes two hundred and eight thousand. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's in that range. And I think what is it? Merritt Styles is like one hundred and ninety-five. Bonnie's going to be one hundred and eighty-five. And uh, anyway, I I agree yeah. with you though, and I think a lot of people bristle at this because they look at how hard it is to make the bills to pay the bills and then they see people earning you know 185 or 500,000 or 800,000 whatever yeah and that is something that I think the people making those big pay packets need to consider because if you have rising inequality and numbers of disgruntled people increasing those people turn to easy solutions and angry discourse and rage farming and it endangers the democracy the chief of police had a busy day yesterday, and one of the things that he said, and incidentally, he's going to be on Jerry Agar's show this morning at 1020. Very much looking forward to that conversation. But one of the things the chief said is, that's it, that's all for these protests on Avenue Road on the overpass. And, and I, I'm going to start with you on this one, because you're kind of a civil libertarian. Do you have any objection to police mapping out where you can and cannot protest? I think they need to make a solid case, and I think they have to not capitulate to pressure from any particular group, and they need to prove that there is an actual danger. Now, I suspect that there probably is just because of the location of that overpass, but uh, I'm not a big fan of the cops intervening in this way. There have been a number of very big demos here in Montreal in sympathy with Palestinians on Park Avenue, right through the downtown. Like, it's really important to accommodate these kinds of um, displays of public opinion, even though it's massively inconvenient for a lot of people, because that's what we do in a democracy. We suffer the inconvenience in order to protect freedom of expression. So I, I, I would like to hear more about what the risk is. I gather there was one guy who caused problems with an offensive flag. I don't know. I, I'd like to hear more about what exactly is the actual danger. It's inconvenient for sure, but is it actually dangerous? Well, Dipika, let me ask you about this, because I've never been a big fan, especially when there's an event happening like the G20. And they said, well, you can protest over here. And it was like this created zoo place that was close to nothing where people were told you can go protest there. But at the same time, these people have been beyond vexatious. You know, one of the things that I've heard uh, rationalize the reason is, you know, they've been protesting there now for three weeks and enough's enough. And I think that that I don't agree with. People should be able to protest for as long as they want. If they want to protest for a year, so be it. I mean, that's what a democracy is. And I think it's okay if protesters make you feel a bit uncomfortable, because sometimes we don't agree with their opinions. But I have to say, I draw the line at intimidation. Protesters cannot intimidate, and they can't compromise community safety. So it really depends on that judgment call. I'm not on the spot. I don't know that area that well. I know it's an overpass, so I guess it's a busy, busy spot. So the only caution I have is, you know, let's not say, oh, they've been doing it for a long enough time, so it's time to pull it, or it's uncomfortable or inconvenient. But yes, intimidation, I think you draw the line at intimidation or hate. Yeah, Jason, interesting point that Dipika is making that, let's face it, this location was chosen because it's close to a lot of Jewish institutions and Jewish residents. So the idea of telling them, you know what, knock it off, go to Queens Park. I, I don't have a huge moral objection with that. Neither do I, John. Also, you know, to use to to go by the law here, it's an overpass. Yeah. It sounds dangerous to me. I mean, you're over top of a highway. There's lots of people. What if someone gets pushed? I know there's guardrails, but you never know. 
protests can get a little wild and being on an overpass sounds dangerous. Thank you all. Good to have you. Have an amazing weekend. My thanks to Anne Legacy Dowson, Dipika Demerola, possible mayor candidate for Mississauga, and Jason Agnew, who's going to be here in this seat on Sunday morning. Catch the roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845, weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.